Good morning. This is Friday, September 20th, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Iran is said to seek a nuclear accord. Pontiff wants church to be home for all, and signs of distress multiplied on path to Navy Yard. In today's national headlines, no sign of life on Mars after rover's search. Texas court tosses delays conviction, and Obama to act on emissions. Here are the financial headlines. As inquiries persist, J.P. Morgan loses favor. U.S. revives lending program for clean energy, and hurdles are still high for a new front-runner for Fed Post. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Tehran. Iran is said to seek a nuclear accord. Iran's leaders seized on perceived flexibility in a private letter from President Obama and have decided to gamble on forging a grand bargain over their nuclear program to end crippling sanctions, a prominent advisor to the Iranian leadership said on Thursday. The advisor, who participated in top-level discussions of the country's diplomatic strategy, said that Obama's letter, delivered to Iran's new president, Hassan Rouhani, about three weeks ago, promised relief from sanctions if Tehran demonstrated a willingness to cooperate with the international community, keep your commitments, and remove ambiguities. The text of the letter has not been made public, but the advisor described its contents in an interview in his office on Thursday. A senior American official did not dispute the general outlines of the letter, as described by Amir Mohebian, an Iranian political expert and longtime advisor to Iran's top leaders. But the official said Obama had not promised Iran quick relief from sanctions and had steered clear of any detailed proposal. Mohebian and other officials and analysts said Iran was focused on getting quick relief from financial sanctions that have cut it off from the international banking system, possibly in exchange for curbs on the Iranian nuclear enrichment program. Some in the leadership are also worried that if nuclear talks do not yield quick results, Iran's hardline clerics and military men, currently sidelined, could attack Rouhani as a sellout and clip his political wings. The Iranian leadership was encouraged by what they said was Obama's offer to conduct face-to-face talks, which they preferred to the more bureaucratic and lengthy negotiating process with a group of five major world powers, Mohebian said. The one-and-a-half-page letter, which the Iranian president answered with a letter of similar length, has kindled hopes that the international charm offensive Iran began after Rouhani's election in June may produce a genuine diplomatic breakthrough. But the differing interpretations of Obama's letter in Tehran and Washington are a reminder of the hurdles and the legacy of mistrust that both sides will have to overcome in negotiating a deal. The American officials said Obama had congratulated Rouhani on his election and characterized the vote as an opportunity for change. But the official was adamant that Obama made no promises about immediate or even quick relief from the sanctions. The Iranians, he said, were inferring that from the president's general pledge to resolve issues and move forward. And while Obama was open to direct talks, the official said they would not necessarily be leader to leader.